Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi line as we say hi and ride the bubble on a Saturday presented by BetMGM. You see it, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Got to be 21 years or older as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. I just got a text message from a professional better here in town. Shout to Steve, who said, laughing out loud, Arizona is an obvious fade today. Bookmake, well, I won't read the rest of it, <laughs> but he just said Arizona in the Pac-12 championship today against UCLA, obvious fade. What does that mean? Go UCLA. You got Arizona laying a point and a half. couple things here, Michael, as we welcome you back, Michael Lombardi there on the Lombardi line. Um, these two teams, UCLA and Arizona, split the season series, winning both at home. Uh, winning each at home. Arizona squeaks by Stanford and then beat Colorado by 10, but Colorado was in the mix. My point about Arizona is they're just not playing like they did in February. And UCLA, they've got vets. Jaime Jaime Juarez and Juzang and uh, Tyler Campbell. Those are all Pac-12 first-teamers, right? So this is, and again, Kirk Krissa isn't going to play today, the point guard there for Arizona, who sprained his ankle. And he is emotionally, not just emotionally, he's 10 points, six assists, but he runs that offense. He's going to potentially play in the tournament, but not having him for this matchup against a veteran-laden team in UCLA, I mean, that's big here, Michael. Yeah, and I don't think – I mean, just looking at it, I don't think it's going to affect – if Arizona doesn't win this, let's say they lose, and they – you know, they don't – put the effort in that it's required to beat a really good UCLA team, does it affect them in the seeding? They're going to be a number one seed. What do they gain Agreed. from this, especially with their player? I think that's why, you know, we're talking about fading them today because what is their ulterior motive? I mean, it's a little bit like Auburn. I think Auburn felt like, you know, they didn't play well. They had the rest, but, at, you know, they made their rally. They never really got in the game against a and They never got that close. But you have to wonder, was that Auburn's best punch that a and saw? Totally agree. You know? I think and that's I, a great and I think that, that's the delicate line you always play. Will the Providence-Creighton game really become down to, is it going to affect it? How much will it affect the seeding? You know, Arkansas today against a and I mean, everybody has Arkansas as a four seed, you know, going into the tournament. You know, going into the – I think they're going to be in the east. They'll play in Milwaukee, according to – uh, what I've been reading. So th- will that affect them? I mean, A&M needs the game more than Arkansas does. And I, I think that's ultimately and, – and the fact that Arkansas has had a tough time with A&M when they weren't playing this well, 
leads me down the A&M road, you know, so we shall see. It's the same thing with UCLA and, and Arizona. I mean, how much does Arizona really need the game? I don't think they need it at I all. Think I think great, that's part of be part of the handicapping. I think it's a great point. They're going to be a one, one seed. Auburn may drop, but that was a good comp. I, I think Arizona, the motivation isn't there. UCLA absolutely is. And uh, like I just said, a professional said, obvious fade spot for Arizona. Wanted to bring up the Mountain West. We don't give it a They don't get the love they deserve. But, Michael, I mentioned potentially a four-bid yeah. league, the Mountain West today, San Diego State and Boise State. Now, let me give you the two games earlier this year. You're going to laugh out loud if you weren't paying attention to the Mountain West. Boise State beat San Diego State at San Diego State. 42 to 37, <laughs> 42 to 37. Think about that. And then they won at home, Boise State over SDSU, 58 to 57. So what we know is San Diego State, they've been putrid on offense lately, but their defense is as good as anybody in the country. You know that. And Boise State's no slouch on D. You know, they're only giving up 61 points per. So this is interesting. San Diego State's laying two and a half. You see the low total, 117 and a half, Michael. You know, and look, the Colorado State team is really a good team. I mean, and, yep, and they're in. you know, and, and they're going to be in the tournament. And San Diego State was, you know, I mean, San Diego State was able to beat them by five the other night on Friday night. And now they get Boise coming home. I mean, this is a good conference like you talked about. And I think when you break it down, uh, you know, th this is, I mean, Colorado State's the best offense. Boise State's just right there with them, you know. But but Boise State, where they gain, this is a game where I don't know what the over-under is in this one, Stephen, if you put the graphic It's 117.5, Michael. You know, I mean, that's a low under, right? I mean, but why is that such a low under? Because both these teams are the two best defensive teams in the conference. I mean, that's why they underset so low. I well, think this is going to be a possession game. It's going to be the way they play. I mean, San Diego State's defense, just think about this, Patrick. They hold their opponent on the E field goal to 43.8%. It's ridiculous. They, they defend inside the three-point line at 41.3%. And they defend the three-point line at 31.6%. And they get 11, almost 12 steals a game. I mean – they're, they're relentless on defense. And what have we said all along? Go with teams that have senior leadership. Matt Bradley, one of their best players, is a senior. And defense. Yep, you nailed it. And they haven't been great on the free throw line all year, San Diego State, but they've been hitting their free throws as of late. They did against Fresno State. They did against Colorado State. They're better on the free throw line than Boise State. But think about this. And you, you asked a good question. Why? It's 117.5 on the total. The two meetings this year. One finished with a total of 79 points. <laughs> that must have been a fun game to be at. And the next one well, finished 114, 115. So both, both matchups this year finished below the 117 and a half. You know, I, and I think it's all about pace and control. I mean, both these teams want to play. I think that's the thing about some of the good teams you watch in the tournament is when you can see Arkansas can play a game in the 80s and they can play a game in the 50s, that's right? right. They can match style. I think you have, that's the other thing you have to pay close attention to is a team dependent on style alone. You know, are they dependent on that? And if they are, you got to be really careful of who they're going to get and who they play along the way because if somebody makes them play outside their style, then it becomes a real issue. But I, I, and I think in San Diego State, they've got to play this defensive style and, and, and a possession game where the game's going to be the game's going to be in the 50s, probably 55-52. And I'll say this, and we'll move off the Mountain West, but Michael mentioned it's a good league. Boise State's in, Colorado State, who lost yesterday. They're going to be in, San Diego State. So these two teams today, and then it comes down to Wyoming. You look at the metrics. The metrics love them. Ken Palm loves them. I really hope Wyoming gets in to make it a four-bid league out of the Mountain West. That's a team, Wyoming. If Wyoming's sweating it out tomorrow and Michigan gets in over them, I'm sorry. Wyoming at 25-8 and eight deserves to be in the dance. Yeah, I mean, look, Michigan for a lot of teams is it's a little bit like when you set a draft board up, and I'm actually writing this chapter now about trying to grade the top 100 players in the National Football League. And I think this is a real issue for anytime you're in a selection process, which building a draft board is a selection process, right? If you set the board with a wrong player, and we did this in 1992, there was a great defensive lineman named Chester McLaughlin, first-round pick of the Raiders. He was a dominating defensive player when he wanted to dominate. He was a lazy player when he didn't want to play. Mm -hmm. 
he actually walked off the field at, at, at the uh, Citrus Bowl in a game. You know, he was not an easy guy to coach. And we set the board to him. He was one of the first players we did. We gave him. And so now everybody we were talking about was compared to him. And because he wasn't really in the right spot, the board became wrong. And I think this is what happens when you put together the, the top 68 teams. If you put a team in that's not right, like Michigan, because, you know, uh, people text me yesterday, well, they've got a lot of good wins against Power 5 teams. I get that, but they only have 17 of them, you know. And so, you know, Texas A&M's beaten some of the best teams in the Southeast Conference lately, so give them – I think you've got to be careful when you set the board to a team like that because then all of a sudden everybody else comes in. Well, they're better than them. They're better. And your board gets messed up. And I think that's the biggest issue I see with a Michigan team. You give up a 17-point lead in your conference tournament and you're Michigan, you're out of the dance. I'm sorry. NIT. Good luck. That's because we don't – you know, we, we – and, and you said it yesterday, but they seem to want to neglect it. You have to be four games over 500 to get in, and they're not. Yeah, generally four games above 500 is where we start with at-larges. And Michigan, yes, the quad one and two wins are there. I, I guess if you want to jock the resume, go ahead. But you've got a Wyoming team. But the quad losses are there, too. Yeah, they, I mean, they absolutely are. Absolutely. That, and that's the debate with the committee, with the net rankings and Ken Palm rankings. That's what they're going to put in. Uh, again, I don't know if it's being here in Vegas, but I really hope the Mountain West gets four teams in. And we shall see with Wyoming because Boise State, Colorado State and San Diego State are going to get in, Michael. Um, I mean, the Mountain West is, the, according to Ken Palm, they're the seventh best conference. They're slightly below the ACC. You know, in the Big Ten, who we're going to send, we're going to send all these teams in. It's it's really going to be the Big Ten tournament here. In the, they're the according to Ken Palm, they're the third best conference. I mean, the Big Twelve and the Southeast are significantly higher than them. So why doesn't A and M get that bump? Because they've played in a better conference. We are not being paid by the Mountain West. I just want to make that very clear. We just or, or the or or Texas A and M or or some of these or or Virginia Tech or Virginia Commonwealth. I mean, there's some good teams that are going to lose out here. Hey, you've been fighting for them, deservedly so. Just quickly, I know we're a little all over the map. If we can throw up Texas Tech and Kansas, and we've got a guest coming up here in a second, I just want to say this. Texas Tech is not just good defensively. That's seven straight teams they've held under 70. They're allowing just 59.9. And I understand Kansas is playing great right now. But Texas Tech, I mean, listen, they beat them at home. And they lost in double overtime at Lawrence. I know I mentioned this, but this is a team that's shown style-wise style -wise they can hang with Abaji and Lightfoot and, and Martin. This team can hang. You better strap it up. You're going to play them. It's going to be 40 minutes of hell. It's going to be 40 minutes of hell. And you've got to execute really well. I mean, they hold you to 43% from inside the arc. You know, and they do a great job in offensive in rebounding, and they're able to steal the ball. They create turnovers. They yep. create offense with their defense. You know, they're not a great offensive team. They don't shoot the ball really well from the three-point line at 28%. But when they can play, their, it's like Arkansas. When you watch Arkansas play, it's their defense that sets their offense. It isn't their offense that does it. And that's the way Texas Tech is, too. Defense becomes offense. Yep, you nailed it. And again, the Sooners shot just 38% from the field and 26% from three. What they do is they turn you over. They turned Oklahoma over 18 times. You know, Kansas is going to have the edge on the offensive boards. They're going to have the edge from three. But Texas Tech, like Michael said, you pack a big lunch if you want to hang with them because they're just yep. relentless. Okay, good stuff. We continue. we got a guest coming up here. Eamon Brennan is going to join us, talk some college hoops next here on the Lombardi Line. A lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's Hoops Madness. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year. 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, strategy. It's 19 bucks. It's crazy, right? It's a limited offer, though. v slash madness. So you're going to get analysis from Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Eumanns, Jonathan Von Tobel, Tim Murray. Got insights every key team conference player to watch. So sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for only $19. It's vsin.com slash madness. Eamon Brennan's going to join us. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. Kind of the calm before the storm, Michael, as we've got the 25 games today. I mentioned uh, more conference tournament finals. I want to start with a semi. We welcome in college basketball writer for The Athletic, uh, Eamon Brennan. Eamon, thank you for joining us. And I'm going to start with the semifinal game today. Indiana, it appears, Eamon, they punched their ticket with the win yesterday. But they've got a good one here. Indiana, Iowa. Iowa played very well yesterday. I got Iowa opening as a six and a half point favorite. It's been bet down to five and a half. So Indiana getting some love, Eamon. Do you agree with the Indiana love? I mean, look, if, if they played like they like they did, you know, the past couple of days in the second half against Michigan and against Illinois, then then yeah, I mean, this is the best defensive team in the Big Ten all year um, when they're locked in on that end and when they're. Uh, Taking care of the ball on the offensive end when Xavier Johnson is playing the way he's playing, which is not erratic, but, um, you know, downhill, uh, electric, aggressively without turning the ball over, then, yeah, Indiana is, is a really interesting team. I think that yesterday's game against Illinois featured a lot of missed shots that Illinois normally makes. Uh, Indiana defended well, challenged shots, but, but I think in, uh, Illinois' shot quality was pretty high. And I think he just, it was a matter of some variance that they didn't end up uh, making, you know, two or three more shots and end up winning what was obviously a very close game. So I wouldn't go too crazy with Indiana. And part of me is, is just terrified of, of Iowa right now. I mean, they hung 112 on Northwestern two days ago. Yeah. If you look at their performance over the last month, really since the start of February, um, I think they're averaging like 1.22 or 1.23 points per possession on the offensive end, which is like, Gonzaga level offense, right? I mean, they're they are um, just balling right now. So I, you know, it's not hard for me to imagine them winning by a couple of three pointers, um, even if Indiana doesn't end up playing well. So 
I, I like Indiana. I like how they're playing. It's obviously been a really good tournament for them, and I think they're going to um, end up getting in the NCAA tournament without too much fuss now. But but I would, you know, I, that Iowa Iowa team is pretty scary these days. Yeah, you know, they last time they played, what was it, 83-74? They put 83 on a really good Indiana defensive team. But I think Indiana is playing a little bit better now than that this is our. But I wanted to ask you, this has kind of been my pet peeve since we're in the Big Ten. Where do you sit on Michigan? I mean, do you think they are worthy for the tournament? I mean, and explain to me why you would think that. Well, look, I mean, I think it's, it's funny. I've been, I've been in a um, – argument with Virginia Tech fans all morning and because, you know, I think there's, there, um, there's a big disconnect in the ACC this year about, like, how valuable are your wins um, within, within this conference. I think the Big Ten is different in that, like, there's, it, it's a good league that Michigan has never really gotten its arms around. And so you look at them winning and losing sort of roughly equal measure, um, winning at Iowa – after losing at home to Ohio State, uh, losing at home to Illinois, and then beating Michigan State by 70, losing at home to Iowa, then winning at Ohio State. Like, it's just been a really weird half, second half of the season where I think the general vibe is that Michigan has, has sort of figured it out, right? But, but even in, in their sort of process of figuring it out, they're still very average. I think, um, you know, the, the thing that's going to trip up a lot of people is, the, is just the record, like the top-line record of 17 and 14. It's not a record that we see all that often in the NCAA tournament. It's not unheard of. There are a handful of teams that have gotten in with records above, you know, three games above 500 in the past, but um, it's not super common. I think there are really good wins there, and if the committee is interested in that, and it's not all that, you know, if the number one thing for the committee is we want to be able to see who you are capable of beating, um, then I think Michigan has a really strong case as opposed to a team like Virginia Tech that has two quadrant one wins and, and you know, hasn't really beaten anyone, you know, particularly good all year long. Um, but if you're, you know, if, if, if you're the kind of person, and there are, I'm sure there will be, you know, just people on the committee. This isn't a perfect science. If there's someone in there being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, I mean, they lost 14 games. Let's take a deep breath. I can also understand that argument as well. Sounds like he's uh, with you and I, Michael, with Michigan. Eamon Brennan yeah. joining us, college basketball, the athletic. Well, let's talk about the ACC final. The Hokies, they win. Obviously, they're in today, and Duke's laying six. What do you got on this one, Eamon? I think, yeah, I, mean, I think Virginia Tech is the, the perfect sort of storm for disagreeing about teams in that, again, do you value wins? Do you value metrics? Like, I personally think Virginia Tech might be the second-best team in the ACC. I've thought that for months now. Uh, obviously, North Carolina winning at Duke has, has improved their metrics a lot. Um, they didn't look particularly good against Tech last night on a neutral floor. Um, but, you know, Virginia Tech, because of their losses in non-conference play, because of their uh, conference this year, the ACC is just not a good league this year. It's one really good team and a bunch of bubble teams. Um, because of that, you know, they've racked up whatever it is, 14, 15 wins in the regular season in the ACC, and most of those are like quadrant three wins that, that don't do a whole lot for your resume. Um, I think Virginia Tech has a, has a really good chance against Duke tonight. Duke hasn't put teams away in this tournament particularly. I thought they were going to get there towards the tail end of the regular season where they really started pulverizing teams. Like, you know, they hung 97 on Syracuse. Um, and, you know, beat Pittsburgh, which obviously Pittsburgh's terrible, but these are the kind of games that, that Duke was kind of letting people hang around in. I think you look at, at the Duke-Miami game last night, and that's kind of the, the template for Virginia Tech as well. I think Virginia Tech has guys to play with them. I think they present a lot of issues, particularly on the offensive end. I think Duke matches up well enough, but, but there are um, areas to exploit for Tech. So, yeah, I mean, I like Virginia Tech, and I, I think – it's a Duke team that wants to win an ACC t tournament title for sure, but isn't going to be playing maybe with that quite, quite that same sense of desperation. At least that's what I'd be preaching if I was Mike Young. I'd be telling them we're not in the tournament yet. Um, you know, all these jerks on uh, with their brackets are saying we're the last team out. We got to win. 
we can't just expect to get an at-large bid if we play well. And I think they'll they'll have that same sense of desperation that you sort of see from them all weekend. Totally agree. Eamon, do you do you think the the Mike K the Coach K farewell tour is almost a kind of a a harness around the neck of Duke that's kind of somewhat puts more pressure than 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 ever on the players? I mean, I, I definitely think that was the case for the North Carolina game. Um, no, no question about it. I mean, imagine being an 18-, 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid playing in what is already a massive game, right? And you've got celebrities in the stands. You've got the commissioner of the NBA in the stands. You've got, like, 100 former Duke players, some of them, like, legends, sort of staring down at you disapprovingly as you, as you blow the game and lose to North Carolina, like – I think that absolutely played a massive role in in that performance, the, the emotion of it, the desire not to let their sort of legendary coach down. I mean, you you, you never want to be the, the guys who, who let a program down or let a coach down, and, and, and they did. And so I think there is, a, there is a pressure with that that comes. But I, I, I do think also you have to sort of look at it as, Whatever happens in the NCAA tournament, whoever they lose to, whether it's Mercer, you know, or uh, in the first round, or uh, a triple overtime buzzer beater in the Elite Eight, whatever it is, um, it, it can possibly be worse than what happened with North Carolina on the final day of the regular season. You know, North Carolina ruining Coach K's huge sort of self-aggrandizing send-off <laughs> is like the all-time worst thing that's going to happen to these kids in their Duke careers, probably. And so now it's just like, just go play. Like, whatever happens, it happens. You lose, you win. It's the NCAA tournament. It's crazy. Go have fun. Play to your, play to your potential. And, um, and, you know, I think they, they have a chance to sort of put that stuff behind them. But I, there's no question, I think, this season, but especially that night, you could absolutely see all this emotion and build up and pressure and don't let Coach K down absolutely had an effect on, on their performance. Yeah, that night at Duke, Michael and Eamon, mm-hmm. was like watching yeah. a movie with your parents and like nudity shows up on the scene. Yeah. Like it was like it was so yeah. awkward. Yeah. Let me just yeah. I got about thirty seconds, Eamon. There's been a debate over UCLA and Arizona. Krista is not gonna play the point guard Arizona. It's a one and a half point spread here, Arizona laying it. In thirty seconds, can you tell me what you think you, you UCLA, Arizona? It's really tricky. I mean, I still kind of like I still kind of like Arizona. Uh, I think Dalen Terry is super underrated. He might even be the best passer on that team. Crease um, obviously gives them a lot at the point of attack, but um, I, I it's that's a it's a toss up for me because I like UCLA too. But but it, it all comes down to if Arizona can make shots early, get out and run in transition and play at their pace. If UCLA gets back in their in their defensive shell the way they did early in the season when they were at Poly Pavilion, then Arizona's going to have a really, not, really tough night. So I know that doesn't help people have to bet on it before the game, but you'll be able to tell no. two, three possessions in kind of how that thing is going to look. That helps. The athletic, Eamon Brennan. Great job, Eamon. Thank you. Enjoy Thank the basketball. You. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. All right. Take care, guys. Okay. Eamon Brennan, the athletic, coming back with Thomas Gable. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Express Bet First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. You can sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit slash horses for details and use that bonus code Vegas1000. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. We ride the bubble today. Great day, college basketball Saturday. Uh, Thomas Gable, Mr. College Basketball himself. He's out at the Borgata. He runs the race and sports book. We say hi to our buddy, our partner, Thomas Gable. Thomas, how you feeling today, man? Doing well, guys. Uh, big day. Big day here for college basketball. Big weekend, obviously, and uh, should be an exciting one. I think let's so. start with uh, let's start Georgetown solved all their problems. They fired two assistant coaches. We've known that was the problem all along. <laughs> Patrick will be back and the assistants won't. So your reaction to that decision coming out of uh, Washington, D.C. this morning? Uh, not, not what I obviously was hoping for or <laughs> that I think the program needs at this point. Um, listen, I Patrick has shown he can recruit. Uh, he has shown that. However, they have a very tough time once those kids get on campus and get into the program, hanging on to them, 
um, gelling with with Patrick, and uh, it's just you know I don't know. It's uh, not to, not exactly the decision I wanted the program to make, but. Uh, here we are. Well, not, I, I don't sit I on the board of directors there for Georgetown yeah, basketball, unfortunately. I think Patrick, and, and it's a clear idea of remember when. You know, people, especially at universities, they they can't let go of the past. And they keep thinking that the, the more they cling to the past, the present will be brighter. And all it does is it darkens the clouds today from yesterday. And I think ultimately this this move is like Parcells often would say, it's like throwing two deck chairs off the Titanic. Does it really matter? You know, I mean, two, these two assistants were the problem, why they weren't winning. It's kind of, uh, that, it's kind of sad that, you know, that they can't be honest with themselves. I would like to say it does a lot for my ego when you call the head coach at Georgetown just Patrick. That's good. <laughs> he is Patrick. Um, Creighton, Creighton and Villanova today. Michael and I have discussed this one at length there at MSG, Thomas Gable. I was just talking to Femi. Uh, Providence, he bet him in the second half. He didn't have a chance. Creighton beat up on Providence 85-58. So they turn around here. Uh, Creighton, Villanova, open six and a half. I got it up to seven. How about you at the Borgata? Yeah, we're still six and a half here. Uh, total one twenty eight and a half. The total has ticked down uh, a point. But give Creighton credit here; they finally allowed all the uh, the metric guys and the analytic guys to cash by fading Providence yesterday. I mean, they've been waiting for this, right? They, mm-hmm. They've always been betting against Providence all season. Finally, they were able to cash yesterday, so Creighton did it for them. Um, you know, and they had that amazing thirty two to two run. That uh, you know, really you know, put the game totally out of reach. It just wasn't uh, much of a game. But young team here, they they certainly have exceeded expectations this year. I really didn't think at the beginning of the season that we would see Creighton in this position. And you know, now if you look at yesterday, they shot thirty nine point one percent from three yesterday. That's way above their average, which is only thirty one point five percent for the season. Um, you know, this is. Typically, a team that relies on solid defense. They do shoot at a high percentage inside the arc, and now they have Villanova here, who they split their regular season meetings with. Um, you know, Nova so far in the Big East tournament, they've won two close games. Uh, we know how efficient Villanova is on offense, and obviously, they're a well-coached team. Um, uh, they have the best free throw percentage in the country, which is always important to look at come tournament time. The only quibble I have had with this team uh, throughout this year, it's a very, very tight rotation that Jay Wright plays. Only seven guys play for Nova. And while they obviously have made it through the season, I, I do have to worry a little bit about fatigue in tournament time. But, um, you know, here they are. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. As you said, you've seen some spots go up to seven in this game. Uh, I think certainly here we're going to see some Villanova money before the day is out. Uh, so we'll probably end up needing Creighton in this one. Yeah, and they play with one big. Dixon, they're just the one big. They'll go all guards. It's Villanova's a fascinating team. Next one up on your list. We've been talking about this one as well, and that is Texas Tech, Kansas. Where are you sitting with this one in the Big 12? Yeah, so we've seen uh, Kansas, the now two-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, open up short price. Uh, they were open up one-and-a-half-point favorites. Looked very impressive yesterday against TCU, winning 75-62. You know, they forced 18 turnovers, and they really had a great first half uh, yesterday. Texas Tech survives against Oklahoma. You know, but now Kansas, they go up against the Masters here in creating takeaways. They're ranked 27th in steal rate nationally, 10th in non-steal turnover percentage, which that percentage includes uh, taking charges. So they are ranked as the most effective defense in the country. They lead the Big 12 in two-point field goal percentage defense, second in block percentage. Uh, you know, Texas Tech, they're going to need to keep this a lower scoring game. As offensively, we know they struggle from three. Um, they only shoot 31.6% from three. They also turn the ball over on the offensive end at an alarming rate. Um, you know, I don't rate Texas Tech as high as some of these advanced metric sites do, like Ken Palm, but you have to respect their abilities defensively. They're a tough matchup for anyone. I give Kansas the edge here. 
Um, certainly at the one and a half, I was uh, leaning laying the one and a half. Uh, I think uh, still I make this game closer to a four point game, but uh, so I still think there's a little bit of uh, a value there in laying the two and a half here with Kansas. Thomas, what about Duke and, and Virginia Tech? Are, are, are you getting much action on that game today? And where do you how do you handicap that one? Yeah, so Duke uh, has actually moved. They were six and a half point favorites. Now five and a half. And um, not surprised that Virginia Tech has taken some money here. The total uh, has also ticked down from one thirty seven and a half now down to one thirty six and a half. Uh, you know, Virginia Tech they played really well in this tournament. This man climbs in Notre Dame, North Carolina, and you know, make no mistake, they've been playing really good basketball since the end of January. Uh, this is one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. Shoot 39.1%. They shoot over 52% from inside the arc. They just play very efficient basketball. Now, do they have the talent that Duke does? No. But they have the momentum here coming into this game. And you look at the metrics, Duke is definitely the better team. They enjoy a nice size advantage uh, that certainly could give uh, Virginia Tech some trouble. But with how Tech is playing, I give them a great chance today, and I certainly, you know, I certainly like taking the six and a half. Uh, now we've seen it go down to five and a half. I think, you know, listen, I'm not Joe Lunardi, and I know he doesn't agree. <laughs> At this point, Virginia Tech is looking like they're still out. Um, I think they played their way into the NCAA tournament. Um, certainly, they were on the outside looking in, coming into this ACC tournament. But I think they've played their way in, and obviously, you know, the win today would do um, would automatically put them in. But I think they're there, um, especially if they have a good showing here in this. Okay, before we say goodbye, I want to finish with the Michigan debate that Michael and I have been having. But quickly, <laughs> Tulane and Houston. I know you like Houston. Uh, Tulane's got to mm-hmm. keep on winning the semis in the American. The other side, Memphis and SMU. I hope F- SMU gets in, just as an aside. Anyway, Tulane, Houston, where are you sitting, and what do you think? So Houston right now, 12.5-point favorites. The the totals 132.5 in this. Um, I think two things on, on this, on both the, the side and the total. I think the 12.5 the is a little much to lay uh, with Houston. And um, the total, I, I actually think maybe a little bit low here, 132.5. Um, I, I could see that uh, certainly going over. Uh, you know, I do like Houston. I don't think they're going to have much problem uh, with Tulane, but that uh, that number there of the 12.5 is a little bit too high, I think, for me. Okay, we want Michigan out, both Michael and myself. Thomas Gable, what do you think? Are they going to steal a bid from somebody like Wyoming? I hope not. I hope not. I don't, I don't think Michigan deserves to be in, but, uh, again, I don't – I don't do much work in the bracketology um, uh, area, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't think they deserve to be in. Honestly, I think they deserve an NIT bid. Okay. Hey, by the way, um, text mm. from friends already. Why no Des Moines special today? You're 12 and eight. What the hell's going on, TG? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have one today. I apologize. I apologize. Well, you maybe got up a little late, huh? What's the game that's getting bet the most today, Thomas, at the Borgata? What's what's the most heavy action you're getting? Uh, Nova Creighton, I think, will probably end up being the the most heavily bet game. Uh, they right now have a decent amount of tickets, along with uh, Michigan State and Purdue. Also, um, we're seeing that the two Big Ten games uh, has actually taken a pretty uh, a pretty decent action, but they're early. Okay, well, what would you do with Indiana-Iowa in 10 seconds? Iowa's five and a half. Uh, I'd, lay, uh, I'd lay the uh, five and a half with Iowa. Thomas Gable, director of Racing Sportsbook at the Borgata. Great job. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Right. Lombardi line rolls on. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Should have made Femi read this. He's a pro. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashed the spirit of Vegas. BetMGM rewards every time you make a wager at BetMGM. Think of your credit card, and BetMGM's got a great reward system. You get points, and you can use them towards dining, shows, hotel rooms. You can use them on online bonuses over at BetMGM. It's awesome. It's a great loyalty program from the king of sportsbooks. Got to be 21 years or older. If you have gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher. Some synergy. We've got Femi. I just want to say this because we're excited about this here at VSIN. Tomorrow, our coverage is going to be awesome. Uh, Michael, that first hour presented by KFC. I know you're a big chicken sandwich guy. Uh, no doubt. The line dropped no six to seven, your time. Uh, DraftKings. You can go to DraftKings' YouTube page or just go to vsin.com. We're excited about that. You got everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And then vsin's tournament betting breakdown. You got hoops. You got humans. You got Vinny. You got Chris Andrews. Uh, you got Stormy, you got Jonathan Von Tobel, you got Amal Shaw. Maybe Garoppolo will show up if Amal's there. Uh, so, all well, kidding, I mean, our know, coverage is awesome. It's it's funny. I mean, why are we leading the parade against Michigan? Where is Amal on Michigan? Femi, do you know? I, I, I haven't Amal spoken to Amal out? in a while, so I'm not sure where he is and with Juwan Howard I mean, in that I can't uh, club believe over there. He's not, I can't believe that Patrick and I are the only two spokesmen <laughs> that trying to eliminate Michigan from the tournament. I can't believe our, that the, the, the creator of the wake zone isn't out there just destroying <laughs> Michigan. Well, he has something to worry about with that Ohio State team uh, kind yes. of fading as well. Uh, Femi, we welcome Femi. Femi and Wes coming up for three hours with Betting Across America mm-hmm. next year on VSIN as the coverage continues. Well, okay, you, me and Michael are anti-Michigan, Femi. Where you at? You know what? I'm biased. I have a 125 to one ticket on Michigan to no, win the see, national you're not, title. This is, so you're, I, I you're not allowed to be a part of Get this. him out of there. Go to the <laughs> NIT. I'm like, let's keep the Wolverines in this spot. I mean, they had the adversity of their coach being gone. Oh, no, shut up. He, <laughs> he did it to so, himself. So let's get the Wolverines in their committee. If you're listening, Dayton, Wolverines, first four to the final four. Let's do it. Okay, so you want Dayton in. Hey, family, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. What did you pay for your ticket? Oh, it was very cheap. <laughs> it was very All cheap. Right. It's so just a somebody's going to give you $10 above your ticket. Would you cash it in right now? Uh, I'll take the risk on them getting into the field, and we'll see what happens. 20 bucks? Uh, 20 bucks over your ticket? <laughs> Mike, hey, Mike, you know, if, if you want to go to 40, then we, then I might entertain it. Hey, Mike. Uh, all right, then you're going to sell the ticket is what my point is. You have no hope in it either, which basically eliminates your point of view right there. If you're going to hey. sell the ticket, you have no hope. My man Michael's getting into people's pockets. He's in that, yeah. type, he's in that type of mood right now, which I love. Uh, we're talking about bid stealers. Let's go to the A-10. Mm-hmm. Michael and I have been obsessed with this conference because I love them. Of course, uh, VCU losing yesterday to Richmond. Those are two teams potentially that could get in at large. Probably not, but Richmond moves on. Dayton, they move on. You talk about uh, St. Bonaventure losing yesterday. I mean, this is Davidson's going to get in regardless, mm-hmm. but this is a, this is a league, uh, I think, that deserves another at large. 
Yeah, no, I mean, at, at, when you look at the A10 there, it's you, you want to get the good teams into the big dance. Like, that's, and I think that's kind of yeah. going in line with what we're talking about with the Michigan Wolverines and some of these teams that play in the quote-unquote good conferences kind of get propped up here. So if you have one of these teams, like, I mean, VCU, unfortunately for them, they went ahead and lost that game there. But Davidson, Dayton, these sort of teams, I feel like, they deserve to actually be in the tournament because they've actually had good seasons, despite what you might think of their conferences in terms of the overall strength, at least. Totally agree. Totally agree. We were debating, you know, Michael, you brought up a great point about Auburn and not necessarily yeah. being as engaged as they needed to be. And Arizona may be in the same spot today against UCLA. UCLA is super healthy right now. And I mentioned Chrysler is not going to play the point guard for Arizona. This has been a debate. What did Wes say? Wes said he well, Wes was... says he believes Kentucky gets in as a one seed if they win. And then he uh, was talking about what he said about Arizona. Or? I think he said he was leaning you, UCLA. You UCLA. And you lean Arizona. I lean Arizona. Did not make a play on this one just because it's such a toss up. I mean, Arizona is massive. Yeah. Like when you watch them play, they are they're massive. international too. They're Canada, <laughs> yes. they're Estonia, like they're Cameroon. I don't want to step in front of that train there if I'm only getting one and a half or so. Uh, so on a neutral court, I can't get a bet against them, but I would not bet on them in this spot with Creesa out though. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a stay away, don't you? I mean, I yeah. think it really is because I don't think you can predict the motivation behind one of the teams or even two of the teams. I mean, as UCLA knows, they're pretty much locked into to their seating where they are. So I can't imagine that you're going to get this effort out of – I mean, so it's for me, it's hard to predict. I think it's a stay away. Yeah, I think you're right. If there's that much debate, Michael, you mm -hmm. probably want to stay away. I thought Michigan State was tremendous yesterday against Wisconsin. Kind of a yep. bounce back because they were sloppy in that second half of against Maryland, and the reason I bring them up is because you do have a play today, Femi, Michigan State-Purdue, uh, six and a half with Purdue laying it, but you're mm -hmm. looking at the total, which opened 143 and a half. It's down to 142 and a half, Femi. It's never comfortable to go against the steam of the betting market there. Like you mentioned, 143 and a half, but I played over 142 just because look at yesterday's game. Sparty, they were able to win that game despite only making one three-pointer. And if there's anything that they do well, it's to shoot the basketball here. Yeah. And Purdue defensively is not very good at defending the perimeter, not very good at defending the interior. They're just not a good defensive team, but I I do like Purdue in the spot to win the game. So I think that Sparty can kind of hang in there in terms of the side. I'm not sure if they cover and stay within that number, but I think that total gets pushed up just because Michigan State has a more efficient offensive output, at least from beyond the arc. Don't you low-key hate Purdue? I do. <laughs> I do. But I thought I'll, Purdue I, I thought Purdue played really good defense the last time these two mm -hmm. teams played when Michigan State won at the end of the game. I thought Purdue, that might have been their best I've seen them play defense all year. Yeah. And Wes just smart. Wes, you low key hate Purdue as well. <laughs> Very low key. I, I don't know why. I'm 44 years old and I'm using a term like low key. I need to get over myself. Uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. This is a matchup. Uh, obviously, we've Man. seen. Uh, Wes thinks if Kentucky beats Tennessee today, they're a one seed. This is two and a half. Uh, where you at? Tennessee's been great at home. Uh, obviously, this isn't. But mm. what do you got on this matchup? I, nothing for me. I would probably lean to Kentucky just because I think the Wildcats have a gear that we have not seen just yet because of all the injuries they had to their backcourt throughout SEC conference play. They were still able to stave some of those off and some good wins at home here. Now, Tennessee defends really, really well, which is why I kind of would not want to lay two and a half in this spot here. If maybe anything I played it, maybe Kentucky on the money line just to take them to win the game straight up. But Rick Barnes, I just have so many issues trusting Rick Barnes. <laughs> Coach spot. team in a big spot <laughs> yeah. to where I can never get there with Tennessee, but I'm not looking to lay it. Barnes yeah, can recruit I mean, his ass off, but in a big spot. I mean, he that, that's the knock, right? He's got yeah. a, everybody says he's got a great team. It just doesn't seem, and he's great at home. Yep. I mean, he's great in Knoxville, but when he travels away, it doesn't seem like it's the same team. Okay, all four of us have to give a play on San Diego State, Boise State, the total. <laughs> this total is fast. So, obviously, we know about San Diego State's defense. Boise State's got a great defense as well. Mm. At 117 and a half, I think they combined in their first matchup for like 75 points. I so, mean. let's go around the room. Wes, yell it at me. 117 and a half, San Diego State, Boise State. You going over or under? He's going yeah, over. Yeah. He said, happy action, fun yeah, time. Yeah, baby, I love it. What do you got? I, yeah. I love the contrarian uh, uh, over on this game. Okay. You mentioned the 70-something the points here. The market's keeping that in mind as well. They can't go that low again. Let's go over. Okay, Michael. 
I, I mean, this means the game's got to be in the high. I, I think it's 61-60. You know, it, it hits the over. I think that, to me, somebody's got to play good offense today. And Boise is capable of, of scoring. There's no doubt. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Okay, set up the uh, menu for today. You got Wes over there in yep. the corner. You got three hours of betting across three America. Three hours coming of up. betting across America. We're going to recap what happened last night and all the games and the conference tournaments. Of course, we'll be looking to live bet opportunities throughout the day with these semifinal games, the championship games. I believe we have 15 championship games in these you conference do. tournaments today. Yep. So it, it is a quite the menu in this game. But one of the championship games I do have a play on is the Kansas Jayhawks. I laid it with Uh-oh. Kansas overnight. You got, got a good Tech. number, though. I, I laid one last night before. This one went up to two and a half. Just everyone's talking about the Red Raiders defense. Kansas is also really good defensively as well. And they seem to be the forgotten contender among all these teams. Everyone's talking about Gonzaga, Arizona, Kentucky, Baylor, the defending national champs. I think Kansas also has a high ceiling. And they let people know today that, hey, we're not to be forgotten about. We're going to get a one seed and we're going to go ahead and beat Texas Tech. They can stroke it from three there, as There's well. moments when I watch Kansas, I think they're the best team. In the, there's moments. Yeah. And then, then they, they, they kind of disappear at times on what like they did against Baylor. Yeah, the and, second half of that but game. This, you know, this Texas Tech team, the what they did to Oklahoma after Oklahoma beat Baylor, to me it's again, how do you measure the 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 urgency of these teams now. Next week, we know it's urgent. Starting Thursday mm. afternoon, it's urgent. But now, I'm not sure. Okay, finish off the last theme. Mountain West, four-bid league. Boise State, Colorado State, San Diego State in. West is Wyoming in. Yes or no? Yes, Femi. Ooh, I, I'm I'm a, no, no, no. You're biased because of Michigan. You I'm can't be in this conversation. I think there's a big yeah. stealer that kicks them out. Michael, Wyoming? I don't think they get in. I think they're in love with the Big Ten, even though mm-hmm. Femi will sell his ticket. <laughs> yep. You know what we learned During the Final Four? We learned that during the segment, Femi's fraudulent. He's <laughs> hey. completely driven by cash. Yeah, <laughs> Aren't no, we all? He's motiv- his heart is bi- He's biased. We know that. He's money, biased. Money, money be green. Betting across America, Femi. Thank you, Femi. Yeah, Coming up next. It. Thanks, uh, Femi. The coverage, your, the coverage here on Beeson as far as the college hoops continues into tomorrow with our Selection Sunday show. This is awesome. Michael, enjoy the basketball today. Today. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Patrick. See you tomorrow. Steve and Kevin, thank you guys as well downstairs. Thank you. As I mentioned, Femi and Wes are coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, it's the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.